Hey, hey, y'all, and welcome to Should Have Been Thursdays. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelly. Cheers. <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking my drink when you said that. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. I caught you off guard there. I, I did warn her we were starting, but just, the beer is just so delicious. She couldn't stop. Okay, so coming off a big week. For Kelly and myself, we had Thanksgiving, and then our friends got married on Friday night, and I danced like a hoe so hard that I've had chest pain ever since. <laughs> I think I pulled a muscle <laughs> in my ribs, but I had so much fun, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about a couple things from the weekend later. Okay. But Kelly, I've had not one, not two, but three people reach out to me this week and say they are binging the podcast or they binged the podcast over the holidays. As in they started it and they couldn't get enough. They listened to episode after episode back to back. And I don't know what took them so long, but I'm getting people that are like, once you start and you, you know, you can't stop. You can't stop. We're like Pringles, <laughs> Pringles of podcasting. Um, also, I got our Spotify wrapped. And we are a top 10 podcast for 107 Spotify listeners. Really? That's impressive. I know, right? I mean, I'll take that. I'll take it too. I love it. I'll share that on our Instagram too to prove it because I know I embellish and make things up, but that is actually true. <laughs> and I checked this morning. We were at a 980 listens. All right. So, I need you all to step up because Courtney promised... When we get to a thousand listener listens, mm -hmm. we can have Haley on and talk about how they were once lesbians. No, <laughs> how I should have been a lesbian. <laughs> so the next, um, the next Oops, episode sorry. will be at sorry, a Brittany. I'm sorry, Brittany. I'm thinking the next episode will will hit a thousand. So the one after that will have Haley on. So okay. everybody, everybody, gear up for that, okay? Because it's going to be amazing for our. Everybody's favorite lesbian cat fact extraordinaire Haley will be on there. Also, shout out to my friend Swati who got me that should have been Thursday plaque. Did you see that, Kelly? I did. And I'm really, I love you, Swati. I've never met you, but I love you. <laughs> also, I'm pissed that you thought of that before me. Oh, I didn't. I've never seen anything like that. That's how Swati is. She's super thoughtful. It's very thoughtful. I would um, have never thought of it ever. Well, if you want to give me a different gift... Um, you could let me know what you've done to promote the show this week. Um, what has this Bill week? done? What's Bill done to promote the show? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about, you know, Bill's done some good promotions. I heard. Um, we were at Thanksgiving, and we do a very big, large family Thanksgiving. Um, it's It's super fun. It's an amazing tradition. We really love it. And some of this group we only see. Once a year. Once a year. It's and so, so as we were eating dinner, Bill proceeded to tell everyone across all a variety of tables, there was approximately 50 plus people there. Thank you, About Bill. the podcast. Thank you, Bill. I love that so little. shout out to any new listeners. Yes. From the Eastern Shore of Virginia. I love it. <laughs> I love that little Bobby Brady fool. Thank you. <laughs> He's part of the reason I danced for hours on in this weekend. He is a dancing trick. I love that about Bill. On the dance floor, he's just he tearing it up. He's he part of the reason that I'm having chest pain. <laughs> <laughs> At the round table tonight, we're joined by our husbands here. So um, it's, it's a smaller audience. and My mom's not here. 
So I'm sure I'll say terrible things that I couldn't say in front of her last week. I mean, look, your mom was the model guest. I know. She really was. She can come back anytime. Yes. She didn't say a word, did she? She didn't. She typed words into a note on her phone and would pass them to me, which was great. Okay. Unlike LB. He's, <laughs> and he's the opposite of a model. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding, Suter. <laughs> I know. We love you, Suter. All right, Kelly, get on the mic here, girlfriend. Tell us something you should not have been. So I should not have been a politician. Because number one, look, I'm all about I'm all about changing the world. I'm all about doing good things. <laughs> but I am not all about the bullshit that uh-huh. comes along with running for office, debates. I could I I will I would run from a debate. I could not handle it. Could not handle it. Um but that'll probably make for future shouldn't have beens, uh, a variety of careers that involve debating someone. I absolutely But you're hate so competitive. It. I'm competitive at sports, so if we're debating on a basketball court or mm-hmm. a field hockey field, I'm all in. You're penetrating. <laughs> I am penetrating the middle each and every time, and I will school your ass on the court. <laughs> oh, I, I get you. I understand. So you never ran for any kind of office as a kid, as a oh, student? that's a great question. Um, yes. I picture you of kind of doing that. I was... Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm the treasurer. <laughs> I was not the treasurer. <laughs> What's wrong with treasurer? I know. Bill's the treasurer Nerd for like alert. all our... I mean, I, I was the vice president, so I mean... Oh, I was the vice president. I'm but, trying to think. But if you... I can't remember. I was student council, there you go. either I know president something. or vice president. I know I something, remember. Kelly. It was 100% not treasurer. It might have been secretary, but that means you had to do too much. Yeah, vice president was... Vice president, you didn't have to do shit. I did that in high school, maybe. Actually, maybe I lost. I can't remember. And then I definitely did it in grad school and loved it. But now I have to help plan reunions. So (laughs) there's that. I definitely wasn't there senior year because I don't plan anything that regards reunions. I like planning. I like planning, but it's just, it's really hard. It's not like a local group of, anyway, I'm with you. I would never be. go back to. (laughs) (laughs) I went to school here, Kelly. I'm oh, with grad you, though. school, sorry. Grad school. I wouldn't be a politician either. I, I feel bad for politicians. They're kind of like damned if they do and damned if they don't. Yeah. Somebody's always mad at them. It's, it's yeah. a lose-lose no matter what you do. There is so much I would talk about about local offices held in our lives, but I'm going <laughs> to reserve that. I'm not going to talk about it. Maybe that's a whole it. episode. But I'm sure all my really close friends and neighbors know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> Might have a mutiny. Might have a mutiny. <laughs> All right. So two things I want to hit on from the weekend. Number one, on the bus ride home, mm-hmm. my friend Justin, shout out to Justin, told me a story that I have to share with you. It, the bus ride home from the wedding, <laughs> everyone was not sober. So but we were on did a bus. you confirm this like recently when... Everyone was sober. That no, all I did was ask him today if I could tell it. And he said, sure. Okay. Um, which, you know, I just, I also, the, I'll take this time to say almost every story I get, I only read it or hear it once. And then I try to retell it from memory to m- kind of be like a game of telephone. And I think it makes it funnier because then when I'll, 
after the episode airs, people are like, I did not say that. I, you know, <laughs> you add additional facts. Yeah, absolutely. Make it funny. Okay. So this story has been living rent free in my brain for days. Since Friday. I mean, it's, I've thought about it hundreds of times. Okay. And it actually should have been a recap story. Um, but he said, you know, I hate I missed this because I had this great story. But you know what, Kelly? This is our podcast. We make the rules. So if I want to tell a story <laughs> that it actually doesn't pertain to tonight's episode, I'm going to do it. So yeah. you, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so Justin's one of our very, very dear friends. I love him like a brother. Would you say, agree with me, he's kind of like a protector role in our group? You know, he's yes. he's brawny, he's brave. If LB's out of town and someone's breaking in, I'm calling his ass. I'm calling Justin to get over here. You I know? mean, if LB's in town and someone's breaking in, you're calling <laughs> Justin. <laughs> also... A few episodes ago, I talked about wrecking my golf cart into Bill's truck, the demolition magnet that Bill drives. And Justin was the one that made me feel better because he had also wrecked into Bill's truck. So, I mean, he's a solid guy in my life. And he told me this story that pertains to the mortician episode. So here we go. You ready? Yep. He was a child. He was visiting his family, I think, on the eastern shore somewhere. I don't remember exactly where. My brain was drowning in Tito's when he told me the story. Okay, everybody. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> he says he's visiting family, and the bottom floor of their home is actually a funeral home that they own and operate. Okay? And they live upstairs the next two levels. Already, this story is a little off the beaten path. You know, not something you hear every day. Kind of like someone telling you they have peacocks for pets growing up. <laughs> Okay, so he's in the upstairs of this home, of the funeral home. The upstairs is like the living space. And it's after dinner, and it's kind of late in the evening, and he remembers he left something downstairs in the funeral home. And I really, again, Tito brain, I don't remember what he left or why he went down there, but he goes down there for whatever reason. And all of the parlors are set up for the visitations the next day. All the chairs, flowers, the caskets, and they're like open, ready for visitation. So he is walking past. He swears this is true. This okay. is creepy. Do, 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 do. He's walking past one of the parlors, and he said, "A body sat up. A dead body. <laughs> All of it." He said, "A body sat up and vomited." <laughs> I, I mean, can you picture this? You. you you like, you know how when you're a kid, when you go down into a dark, like the bottom story, you're already going as fast as you can. Right, Jackie right. Joyner you're cursing. Pee your pants. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I picture like creepy moonlight coming in through the windows, and he's like walking past, like probably trying to, like, I'm a cool guy. I'm going to walk slow past this. And then the body shoots straight up. <laughs> he, I mean, I would have tinkled in my pants. <laughs> and so he goes upstairs and he's, he runs up the steps and he's like, oh my God, I don't know if it was an uncle or what. He's like, Something terrible has happened downstairs, and I'm assuming he thinks no one's going to believe him. So he's like, I walked past this body, and it sat up and vomited. <laughs> and the uncle was like, or whoever it was, was like, that's normal. The bodies sometimes do that. I'll go down there and clean it up before the visitation tomorrow. No, that's not true. Hey, I mean, <laughs> you learn something new every day. I mean, that <coughs> is insane. 
um, Bill has a little tickle, everyone, if that's what you hear. <laughs> My mind was blown, though. I had a nightmare Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a grown-ass woman, and this has scared me. I can't imagine what it did to Justin as a kid. But, listeners, specifically my friend Mike, he was one of the three people that binged us over Thanksgiving. He texted me and he said, I don't know if you know this, but I come from a long line of morticians. So I need Mike and the other people who have funeral home experience to tell me more about this. I want more information. Who knew the mortician episode would be so informative? I feel like this could make, like we could do every kind of section of our episodes. Yeah. A mortician spotlight. <sighs> That'd be amazing. I feel like Bill, Bill knows someone. That's true. Okay. You know what? The economy and the world could be falling around, falling down around us, but people dying. Babies are being born and people are dying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Okay. It's a business. It's a business. <laughs> this is very morbid. Can we move on? I just can't imagine a dead body jumping up. I mean, it scared me. So thank you, Justin, for that story. Okay. I'm not sure I still would be sleeping to this day if that happened to me. <laughs> I mean, when he's telling me, he's like, yeah, my family had, you know, this funeral home. I'm thinking, oh, okay, it's going to be like some like haunted story. When he told me that, I was like, holy shit balls. <laughs> okay, moving right along to the topic of this week's episode. I want to tell a little story about maybe the first or second time I ever hung out with my future sister-in-law, Heather, at the time. Okay, I know Kelly says, said, I have some crazy outfits and accessories for my shows with Laburnum Park, but normally, 99% of the time, I would say that Kelly and I both have more of the JCPenney mom-on-the-go look happening. Would you say that? I mean, that? speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Accurate. Comfort over passion, uh, over fashion, yes. right? I if mean, I could wear leggings and a sweatshirt to every function, I'd be wonderful. Amazing. That needs to be normalized. <laughs> I mean, Kelly and I both wear swimming shorts, the community pool. I spent a week at the beach with Kelly and never saw her actually in bathing suit bottoms. So <laughs> I'm just saying. They're overrated. <laughs> so this brings me to my second point from the weekend. Kelly wore sequined block stiletto shoes on Friday night. Kelly, honey, you rocked those. They oh, looked well, amazing. Thank you. thank you. I couldn't believe that you owned those. <laughs> Well, I just bought them the week prior. Well, <laughs> they need to be in rotation on like the two times a year we do something that you need to wear shoes like that. I actually might wear them again in two weeks, <sighs> like twice within a month of each other. This pays very themselves. unlike me. Pay per use, <laughs> pay per use. Okay, so back to Heather. We were going to a restaurant that had live music, and and. I really, really liked LB, obviously, and I really wanted to impress his sister and, and befriend her, and I was trying extra hard to win her over, and we're in the car. We're in Suter's Honda Accord going to this um, restaurant, and the top I have on, I realize... The are really nice in the Honda Accord. Okay. It was an EX. Okay. <laughs> the top I had on, I felt like was a little too revealing as, the, as we're getting closer to the restaurant. And I'm like, please. He had also already told me, I had met his parents, I think, the weekend before. And he told me my hoops look like um, hoe earrings. So I'm, I'm, I'm self-conscious about everything I'm wearing. And so it's this lower cut top. Still, I mean, by our standards, you and me. Right. It was just like a little. Probably normal. Yeah. For most. But I said, 
you know, let's stop at the grocery store that's right beside the place and see if I can find something that like fashion this up. So I found one of those. The only thing I could find was the old school diaper pins. Do you remember them? Yes. <laughs> that's what I used to, um, you know, fix my cleavage and I get it all secured up. I feel better. And we're at dinner and I feel like things are going amazing with Heather. Like we are gabbing like schoolgirls, eating. She loved, she was eating up all the mad trash I was talking about all of the people that were passing us by. She was loving it. I'm like, God, did we just become best friends? Like, And then more friends show up. And we were sitting in this picnic table style seat. So I scoot down so that Heather can be in the middle and her friend can sit by her. And when I scoot down, I feel like a nail sticking out of the bench. But I don't, you know, I'm not... I'm trying not to complain and be a whiner in front of these people, but I should have warned Heather because she slides right over and ripped her pants. <laughs> she said, she like looked me to that. I just ripped my pants. And since we had an instant love connection, I said, well, let me see how bad it is. So she shows me and the rip was like the exact length of how much cleavage I had covered up. <laughs> so I reached down into my shirt <laughs> modesty be damned i had to make this girl love me and i made like a makeshift patch for her on her jeans because you know i was there for her and ever since then it's been love true love with heather <laughs> ever since i sacrificed he comes along with it <laughs> yeah he's just a byproduct <laughs> i mean it was a big deal for me to sacrifice my duggar style modesty for my future sister-in-law and i would do it all over again but for this reason i should have been a fashionista yeah, you and me both yeah okay the, i have two listener stories <laughs> <Far> today <from laughs> it. let me check the time and see how mad oh we're doing good nick gets really mad when we go over 40 minutes so <laughs> um you know the refrigerator bandit okay should have been thursday's friend torrance sent me this amazing hilarious fashionista story on Instagram. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. It was Christmas time a couple years ago and she and her husband get an invitation to a Christmas party and it was thrown by one of her really fun friends. And this friend was like, it's themed. It's a fun themed costume Christmas party. And who doesn't love that? Am I right? So Torrance and her husband are brainstorming what Christmas characters they could go to this party as and he decides he's going to get a robe and just go as cousin eddie but my friend torrance would never just go for something like that she is a diy master and she is always dressed to the nines so she decides to kind of go off the grid and go as sexy grinch's wife does, <laughs> does that exist it did for Torrance. So she's going to go as Grinch's wife, but like a, a sultry version, right? Okay, so this is already hilarious because she doesn't do anything half-assed. Like, she won't buy something because she's going to make it better than anything you can buy. So she, her trunk or treats put everybody else to shame. Her house at Christmas, you can see it from outer space. It, like, registers from outer space. I mean, she is in her wheelhouse for a themed party. She decides she's going to concoct this whole outfit. So she gets a white romper with one of those deep V's in the front and the back, like a super deep V. Mm -hmm. And she, I, I <laughs> she can't find a bra that goes with it. Because, you know, when you wear a deep V, it's going to show either in the front or the back. But she decides she's going to make this green Grinch boa 
that'll hang over the front, kind of like J-Lo at the Grammys, that one dress she wore. Okay. Like she's- Which he did he. Yeah. Way back in the day. Yeah, way back in the day. And so she's going to hide her front and she's going to go braless because she's wearing this boa over top of it anyway. She's not ruining the outfit with the bra. Okay, so the night of the party comes, and I can totally picture this. Her husband waiting in the car on her because she's still, you know, putting paint on the barn. And Torrance is, like, fashionably late, running to the car in this sexy winter white deep V romper and this big, huge green boa, Grinch green boa she's made, covering her what would have been exposed tatas. They're ready. They're in business, baby, feeling good, no kids. Let's go to this party. And when they're walking to the front door, she asked her husband, where did you get this rope from? And he said, well, why are you asking me that? And she said, because I could see your whole ass hanging out of the back. It's not long <laughs> enough. And he said, yeah, I got it from our seven-year-old son's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so she's kind of irritated, but, you know, you know how you are at that point. Like, who cares? Everybody's going to be drinking. It's going to be funny. It'll be funny later. I'm assuming he had on underwear. So they ring the doorbell like ding dong. And the door opens. And Torrance and her husband see all of these beautiful people dressed in fancy Christmas attire, not costumes. Not one person was in a costume. It, in fact, was not a costume party. She had misinterpreted the invitation. (laughs) So they're mortified in this ash-showing robe and scantily clad Mrs. Grinch get up. But they tuck their tails and go into the party. They're pot committed, right? So minutes into the party... She said she started to notice these like little green things everywhere on the floor, all over his robe and like floating in the air. And she realizes her boa is falling apart, completely falling apart. I'm assuming she made this with like hot glue and the little feather pieces are so fragile. They're just breaking off like Kit Kat bars, just like falling all off of her. And it doesn't take long until the boa is down to just the string. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> It was covering her tatas. So she went from like being mortified to being like NC-17. <laughs> okay, so here we go. One of my favorite parts of the show. What would the Kellys do? Oh, I would. In real. Well, first of all, actually. Take my robe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I likely would say I need your robe to cover myself Well, you up. and Bill would just switch outfits. I don't care. What he would just rock the Actually, romper. that's true. He would put the romper on. That's like actually, to, that is We like to flip the true. script. We make our, the men dress up as I women often. I would put often. the robe on, he would put the romper on, and we carry on with the night. Yeah. That's a good solution. Yeah, that's, that's likely what would happen. You guys know us well. Well, here's another solution that, I, she, her solution is similar to something I think you would have done. She got crunk. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> so the night was not a total loss. They got slammered. They worked up the nerve among all the sequin and tartan plaid people to sing karaoke. And what song did they sing? This is how we do it. (laughs) And that's how they did it right there. 86% naked between the two of them at a fancy party in their fashion faux pas. And Torrance didn't even know the words. She said she was just hitting Mariah Carey type notes the whole time her husband was rapping. Um, This is how we do it, Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. And they took her microphone away. (laughs) So (laughs) thank you, Torrance. Good sport award. I was thinking we should get them to do. This is how we do it on our tour. Yes. Another musical guest. Like every every stop can be a different musical guest. But I need them to wear those costumes. Yes. And and then, so they'll wear those costumes. Mm-hmm. They'll do this is how we do it. Then Bill and I will 
trade costumes with them. Okay. And then we'll do karaoke. Okay. And that could be like a whole piece of our tour. We should have a Christmas costume party. That should ha- everybody should be dressed that way. I it mean, could be amazing. I I do recall a couple of years ago when the first year that Bill and I were invited to your Christmas cocktail party, which is fancy, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. did not dress in proper <laughs> That's sequin <it>. clothes. <laughs> That's and every year you come to my party. <laughs> <laughs> and we wore our Christmas attire. Now, I wouldn't say I had no boobs showing. It was a No, you look like Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> From Elf, yes. And it's one of the most comfortable outfits ever. It will make its appearance this Christmas. Bill had on a dickie. Yeah, Yeah, Bill wore a dickie. Bill wore a dickie. Like Cousin Eddie. (laughs) With a red suit jacket. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Maybe I'll get some pictures up on the gram. (laughs) I've got some. My party always goes south when the bartenders leave because then we all take over and I've got some pictures from that. Yeah, I was going to say, put the picture of Bill behind the bar. I got it. It's coming up. I gotta get his permission. He, he may or may not approve that one. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'll ask him. I'll, I'll ask him. I'll get permission later. Okay. Second story. This is from a friend who said I couldn't use her name, and I said, "Okay, give me a suggestion for what your name should be." She said, "Not Karen." So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> here is the hilarious fashionista story from my friend, not Karen. Okay. So the first part, this is similar to the wheelchair part. I just have to say this part to set the stage for the story. This part's not funny. She was going to the doctor to get an ultrasound on her leg. And it's all going to be fine. She's having surgery. But that part's not funny. Okay. But what happens after the ultrasound is what's funny. So she knew to get the lab work done, she was going to be like in a hospital gown. And that's, you know normal run of the mill everybody knows that's what's going to happen and after they do the ultrasound she gets dressed and is checking out to go home and like unexpectedly they say the doctor wants to see you and she's like oh okay which i mean nothing could be worse for me than to expect right. to go in and out and then be like oh well, the doctor actually wants to talk to you because i'd be scared to death number one something would be wrong and i also don't want to talk to the doctor I say zero words in the doctor's office. Zero. I lie about everything. Whatever gets me out of there faster. <laughs> Coming from a pharmacist. <laughs> do, do as I say, <laughs> not as I do. Actually, one time, I, I can't remember which kid I was pregnant with, but Suter drove me there, and I threw up the whole way. Like, you know, pregnancy sickness, the whole way. And they make you wait forever. It's so annoying. Like, the doctor's office is such a racket. Yes. And you finally get back there. And she was like asking me all the same stupid questions they ask every time. And she goes, any nausea or vomiting? I was like, nope, mm-mm, nope. <laughs> and Suter is looking at me. He's kind of behind her back making this face like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> so yes, not Karen. If that had happened to me, I would be so pissed. I, I hate it. The dentist when they're like, you've got a cavity. Would you like to have it filled today? I'm like, no, bitch. I'm not staying any longer here than I have to. But then you have to go back. Then I never go back. (laughs) Okay, so. (laughs) Okay, so this is unexpected for her, which you think you're going in for a quick inner body photo shoot, and then you find out you have to wait a coon's age to see the doctor. But not Karen collects her things and goes and waits in one of the exam rooms for the doctor, which is always the longest wait in America. 
you know, I hate that. I hate waiting in the doctor's office, but she does it. And when the doctor finally comes in, she thinks they're just going to like chitty chat about what he sees or she sees on the ultrasound or whatever, but they want to see her leg that they just ultrasound ultrasounded. I think is the word. I don't know. So she was wearing these like super fashionable tapered tight leg ankle pants. And when the doctor asks to take a gander, she has to like force it up over her knee. And I mean, the other option is to like take her pants off. So she's definitely trying to make this work. And they hem and haul and they tell her they'll be in touch and she could put her pant leg back down and to go check out with the receptionist. Well, she's kind of like, putzing around and the doctor's like okay I'll, I'll I'm gonna leave you here check out when you leave and you know we'll be in touch <laughs> blah 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 but you see not Karen was not putzing around no she couldn't pull the pants down the pant leg was stuck <laughs> really really stuck rolled up above her knee and it was supposed to, it was tight enough to be around her ankle like there's no way anybody could ever do that I mean <laughs> so Tapered leg jeans, for the men listening to this, are not made to go above your knee. Really above your calf. Right. That's the whole point. They're supposed to hug your ankle, which is significantly smaller than the rest of your leg. And she did it. So, again, what would the Kellys do? Let me just set it for you. You're in the doctor's office. The exam room doors open, the doctor's left, and this pant leg is stuck above your knee. What do you do? And if I really, like, first I would probably try for a good, probably 20, 30 minutes to get, <laughs> to get it off. <laughs> okay. And then if I figured that I had lost all hope, I would look for a pair of scissors and cut it. That's smart. Yeah. Well, she tries a lot of that. Not Karen tries pretty much everything. She yanks and yanks. She said she looked for lotion, like Ross in the leather pants. <laughs> it was this post Friends era. Oh yeah, like then you would have known to this never like two put weeks lotion ago. on. <laughs> um, she said she eventually shut the exam room door and like unbuttoned and unzipped her pants to try to take them off the other direction, like to get they a were lot stuck of, there. To get <laughs> She got them off, but she was trying to use like all of the extra leverage of the, the cloth to pull it the other direction. Nothing's working. It's been several minutes. She knows there's a full waiting room of people and her leg is like pins and needles. It's just, it's like she's cut <laughs> off. Circulation the, is gone. <laughs> so she gets the pants back on complete with the ankle part above her knee and she says it goes from pins and needles to completely numb. And she's going, mm, I don't know if s- surgery can wait. They're going to have to amputate my leg. <laughs> and in a similar fashion of Bailey looking for a plunger, not Karen, starts digging through the drawers in the exam room to find something sharp. And she finds something sharp. I don't think it was scissors. But she shoves the instrument up her pant leg like, you know, against all that meaty part of your leg and basically tries to saw off the hem (laughs) of her her knee. And eventually she was successful. She was relieved to escape amputation. And she said at this point she was in a full sweat, dripping sweat, red-faced, trying to gather her crap and walk out (laughs) with one normal tapered leg pant and the other leg that looks like Tom Hanks and Castaway. (laughs) 
God love her heart. Good sport award. Yeah, not, good sport not award. Not Karen. And, and look, I mean, great minds. She found a sharp object yeah. and figured out her way out. I, yeah. Um, the alternative is you could have just just walked out of there with it, like with your leg purple and dying. Right. And just struggling. King green. <laughs> and then be like, mm, we're going to dismiss you from this practice because you're not doing the bare minimum as of a human to have a healthy leg. No, I, I mean, I don't blame her. So, Torrance and not Karen, ladies, I realize. You were embarrassed about wearing inappropriate clothing, but I'm sure our audience will flood us with more stories to make you feel better. Um, this isn't in the script. I just remembered this story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell it. Oh if I shit, can she's going off script. I know. I don't like to do this, <laughs> but I used to have to do flu shots all the time, like all the live long day. And this one time, I was in the middle of a super busy CVS, and the flu shots appear to be like in a privacy wall behind but they're not anybody can see and this lady had come to get a flu shot and she was trying to get her sleeve rolled up but it was like too tight and then she was trying to get poke her shoulder out of the top still too tight so this bitch took her shirt off just like in the middle of the pharmacy no bra (laughs) (laughs) and i was so uncomfortable in the middle of the pharmacy? Yeah. I'm standing there, like, in my white coat, trying to aim for her deltoid, and all I can see are her tie I was like, this is awful. How, how, how old was this lady? <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't good boobs. Were they resting comfortable? Did you give her the shot in the boob? Oh, God. It was so bad. And that was when the wheels started turning, like, maybe I got to get out of this career and do podcasting. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Well, was I, bad. Get, I get allergy shots, and oftentimes my sleeves are too tight. <sighs> but I always tell the nurse before she's about to give me the shot, and I'm about to, like, pull my arm out of my sleeve and take half my shirt off, I tell her, I have something on under this. Oh. I tell her ahead of time. Because I- one time... And it was actually a male nurse. He almost, he started to freak out that I was just going to take my shirt off. Yeah. And I was like, nope, I have something under this. I'm with so them. I clarify for them. I'm with them. I have seen some things doing flu. I could do a whole episode <laughs> on shots in the things I saw. Bad. No, no one, no, no, no one was. Nobody likes that. <laughs> oh man. There was another time I was getting my um, diabetes certification and I, no one told me that you had to give yourself a shot in the stomach as part of the certification. This is so embarrassing. I can't believe I'm telling the story. Also not in the script. And I... And you stripped down naked to give yourself oh, a shot? I was in a dress. Okay, and you have to give yourself a <laughs> oh, shot in the so stomach. You pull up your dress. <laughs> and I didn't have on underwear. <laughs> and I was freaking out. I was there with like my preceptor. I was a resident. I was doing my residency. And I was like... She goes, we can just go do it in the bathroom. I was like, "Mm, it's really bad. And so finally I had to use like a different gauge, but I had to just do it through my dress, like give myself a shot through the fabric. (laughs) (laughs) So I too have had a war. I forgot all about that. Oh man, good times. (laughs) Sweaty balls. Okay. Good times. Good times. Great oldies. Oh God. I can't believe I just told that. Okay, Kelly. Yes. You want to take that swig of beer first? Nope. Okay. Should have been a critic. What is this week's unpopular opinion? 
So I do think this is going to be unpopular in today's day and age, but I'm not a fan of the people that put reindeer antlers on their cars and then like uh, the Rudolph nose on the grill of their car. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I'm just not a fan. Why? I, I don't Scrooge? know. No, I freaking love Christmas. Sexy love Mrs. Grinch. <laughs> no, but I'm going to use that. Watch out for your party. Coming to Sexy Mrs. Grinch. Hey, Torrance might be there. She's invited. She's also invited back to that party. She told me today. Oh, well, yeah, yeah they were the life of the party. I don't understand what your gripe is about. I, d- I don't either. I'm just not a fan. And I know I'm, hopefully we don't lose listeners because of this. Oh, but- no. Girl, if that's where we draw the line. And is it just the antlers or like what if somebody has like their roof rack with Christmas lights on? Ladies it? and gentlemen, I mean, Suter's asking if it's also offensive to Kelly for people to put, I guess, battery operated lights on their roof rack. Like it's a, not as like a Christmas wreath on yeah, the Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's kind of annoying and I can't, I don't know why. Is it m- mostly just in cars or are you also annoyed by people that have decorations in their house? Oh, no. Hell no. Okay. You can decorate your house all like I love decor. I love decorating, not doing the act of decorating. Bill does that. <laughs> I just like to look at it. <laughs> but you know, people say your car is an extension of your home. I know. I don't know what it is. Did you ever see that like little meme thing on Instagram where it says, um, "Imagine falling in love with a person and then realize they dressing they dress their car up like this, and it's a picture of them with freaking <laughs> antler ears on the car." Listen, if LB had done that to his Honda Civic when we were dating, I would have been O-U-T. <laughs> it's a Honda Accord, four-door. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know the difference. Oh, a Honda Accord. How, you're very tall. How did you fit in a Honda Accord? It was a four-door. It's an EX. You keep, that, that, that Kelly, please don't get him started on this car. He <laughs> cried when we sold it. It was a nice car. We still have... You, but you love Christmas. If LB decorated his Honda Accord with reindeer antlers and a nose, I feel like you would have fallen more in love with him. I think that would have been weird. <laughs> exactly. I think it would have been weird. So maybe I'm with you. Maybe I'm not. I'm not sure. I can't decide. It's, it's yeah. I can't. I can't place it. I mean, if you're already in a minivan, annoying. nothing could make it work. Like it look worse. You might as well do that. Actually, is what is what is like Inspiring. icing on the cake. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. Kelly and I both have a hundred kids, and we haven't we, we haven't succumbed to, to the minivans. <laughs> Okay. All right, Kelly. Unpopular opinion. I get it. Tis the season. Tis the season. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kelly. So I know last week we had mentioned we might tell an Alicia story. You know, if she, if if she's listening, if she would get her shit together, I know, and pull that story from the abyss of the intraweb. It doesn't have to come from. It an, doesn't. She can just I'm recall. Trying, it I think from she her wants it to be perfect. So <laughs> listen, Alicia. I'm gonna. Make it way worse, no matter how, what the story her, is. I told her. I said you're going to embellish the shit out of it. That's right. So just tell her the deep, just the high level. Absolutely. Send me a one minute voice memo. <laughs> okay. Let's work on her. She's got one more week. So next week. Oh, I have a tickle. COVID. <laughs> next week, um, we'll probably do the story with Ke- with Kelly's sister Alicia, and then I have a really good story that will go with it if she'll give it to us. Then the week after that. Should have been a lesbian. Oh, it's when you were a lesbian. Yeah. I just just kidding. I never was a lesbian. I know. I'm totally joking. I'm not saying I wouldn't become one. Haley, I'm joking. It's a joke. No. 
It's funny though. Although in that episode, maybe I can talk about my lesbian club experience, which was freaking amazing. I heard you you have a story for should have been a lesbian. I do. So Courtney and I actually don't share stories with each other anymore. We tell the, tell each other we have to save them for the podcast. Well, the so only, now we don't talk outside of the that's podcast. That's not true. <laughs> the things we do talk about are so heinous that we could never. Let me tell y'all, there were some things that went down this weekend that would be hilarious podcast material, but they go in the vault. Yep, it won't be happening. <laughs> what is that? Is that a video of what Kelly is dancing? That? Oh God! I'll get you guys some videos. I'll get you guys some videos. Absolutely not. But come Those on, will not be shared on the internet at all. <laughs> Alicia, we need you. Come on, girlfriend. So check us out. Apple Music, Spotify, rate us, like us, follow us. Tell your friends about us because we know Kelly won't. And <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed today's episode. Did you like it, Kelly? I did. Fashion I appreciated pause. the stories. Good Sport Awards for Good not Karen awards. and Torrance. That's right. And if you've got a story about this or not, hit us up. Love hearing them. We can make anything funny. So... Until next week, bye lovers. Bye y'all. Stay awkward. <laughs>